I want you to know, I would never give you over to old white people. <laughs> this is what dreams are made of. Fuck all of this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ha ha ha! We're recording. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've been getting a lot of good feedback from the from this podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That cause... Andrew guy texted me. He's like, I love it. I was like, yay. Uh, so I guess over the last week, we've had 35 plays, which is really good. No, 30? 30 plays. Nope, 36. There it is. That's the number. Yeah, over the last week. Uh, I hope my plays go up. I'm kind of sad by them right now. But um, I hope they go up after I start promoting at all the conventions in town in a couple weeks. Ah, uh, what? Okay, so yeah. cool. <laughs> Did you make those cards? Not yet. I'm doing that this week. All right. You're like, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't believe you. I mean, no, no, I believe you. It's just, I was just thinking like about a bunch of other shit. Like mostly, like I need to print off more of those cards. Cause I, like, I've just literally been sticking them in gas station bathrooms, and we have more listeners in Phoenix than anywhere else. Except for Ashburn, strangely enough. Which, <laughs> we must have a large listening base there. <clears throat> oh, man. Bo Welsh. I really want to know this guy's, like, other film credits. Like, I really do. <laughs> I'm Is curious. that the director? That's the director. Nothing. He has nothing else. This was his first and last movie. <laughs> yes. I think he was a set designer in a past life. Uh... <laughs> That like he makes me so happy. You don't even know. It's like he's a I, production designer. I hate to say like it makes me happy that this guy's like ambitions of being a a director failed, but like he's hit himself some. Oh, he has TV that. credits. He has director TV credits. Okay, that makes sense. Like on what? Anything big, uh... or is it like stupid <laughs> shit? No, nothing big. Uh, old school stuff. Secret Agent Man. That was a TV show. The Tick. The TV uh, series. Wait, the cartoon did... one? Uh, no, this looks like live action one. Uh. Uh, he did two episodes. And then he did two episodes of the new a Series of mis- Unfortunate Events. Oh, well, that's actually good. People like that. That's a 14-year break from directing. Ugh. <laughs> Classy. Thank you. <laughs> okay, you want to start this? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <sighs> I don't want to do this. <laughs> well, let's make it short then. Okay. Um, did you notice Paris Hilton was in this, by the way? No. Wait. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I will. I will explain this to you once we get into the shit because it was okay. great. That's actually part of my creative rewriting, so. Okay. Okay, let's do this. I'm so glad she was in it because that, like, made my day. Okay. Hello there, and welcome to the Amateur Movie Critics Podcast. I'm your host, Red, and I'm probably going to be shipped off to military school if I mess up the house. And this is my co host. He would prefer to be referred to as Chocolate Thunder. <laughs> yep. And yeah, I'm definitely on that, uh, likes all the rules category (laughs) 
He has a he has a um what is it? Oh god, he has a palm pilot. Oh my god, <laughs> yes! Everybody has palm pilots. What the I thought there were beepers at first, but then she was like tapping into them. And then I remembered like in high school everybody having like Windows palm pilots and I'm like, what the fuck? I have What one in of the those. glorious fuck? <laughs> like Dakota Fanning had her little pen out on her green palm pilot. Like everything in this world was green, by the way. Did you notice that? Yeah. Like and I think like like it said something that everything from the cat's world is red. And everything in that world is green. We can keep this in. I just got a text message from one of my friends. And she goes, hey, I just saw Get Out. And I want you to know I would never give you over to old white people. <laughs> also, Barack Obama was a good president. And he just needed a tougher stance on Russia. And he deported a lot of people. <laughs> okay, emoji. Oh, my God. Now I'm going to watch Get Out and text you something. It's like, oh my god, I have to text my black friends. Uh, oh, this shit. has been going on nonstop since this movie came out, by the way. Are you serious? Like, yeah. people have been texting you about this movie? Yeah, like, I just saw Get Out again, and I just noticed that something, something, spoiler, I'm not going to spoil a movie that's actually out right now, but uh, I've been like, oh, thank you for noticing things in this movie I didn't notice. Okay, so... The, uh, oh yeah, uh, listeners, sorry, we're doing episode 14. We're going to be doing The Cat in the Hat, the live action one with Mike Myers. But if I'm going to stay, there's something I want to show you. Something magical and full of wonder. <laughs> it's called a contract. You want us to sign this? Just a formality, really. Yeah. Who are they? Magical time-traveling elves. <laughs> yeah, magic. <laughs> okay, then my lawyers. Liability issues, litigious society, frivolous lawsuits, you understand. Basically, this contract guarantees you can have all the fun you want and nothing bad's ever gonna happen. All the fun we want? Uh, nothing bad will happen. Uh, no. Come on, Sal, for once in your life, try something spontaneous. Goes against my better instincts, but fine. Beautiful initial here, and here, and here. Not here! Turn it over. This is nothing. Scratch this. Smell that. Terrific. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Sign the bottom. Great. Okay. Give me five. Four. <laughs> Let's get this party started. Uh-huh. So, let's give you a little breakdown on this. Uh, it's a 2003 movie. It was directed by Bo Welsh, which he has had a 14-year hiatus from directing. And it was written by Dr. Seuss, also pronounced Soyce by the man himself, and Alice Berg. That she wrote the screenplay. It's starring Mike Myers, Spencer Breslin, Dakota Fanning, and Alec Baldwin, and some other people. Oh yeah, Sean Hayes is in it too. I don't think he had like a big role, even though he voiced the fish. Just That's still a big role. It's the yeah. fish. The fish bothered me though. And he didn't ever say anything positive at all. It's the f that's the point of the fish. You know. Uh, mm, yeah. Whatever. Jiminy Cricket was no fun. 
So it got a eight point or eight. <laughs> no, it got a three point eight on IMDb and a ten percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which means this thing is green and moldy. So I'll give you a little plot on this. In this live-action film based on the favorite children's tale, The Cat in the Hat, the troublemaking Cat in the Hat arrives at the home of Bored Sally and Conrad while their mother is out. The family's pet fish, voiced by Sean Hayes, yep, there he is, uh, objects to the cat's presence, but that doesn't stop the hat-wearing giant feline from trying to have fun, no matter how much destruction is left in his wake. Ooh, booga booga. Yeah. <laughs> Felt like the booga wooga part was important. Was it? Is that in the description? <laughs> I wish it was. That'd be great. Oh my god, this movie is so bad. <laughs> it was implied. Okay, what what did you first think about this movie? Like, going into it. <laughs> you know, I, I saw this movie for the first time when it came out. And what? So, yeah, and you know what's funny is, I was a year younger than Spencer Breslin was, which was um, Conrad. Did you catch all the, the fucking sex stuff in this movie? Because there's a lot. Yeah, like, uh, well, I was, what, 11? Yeah, so my dirtiest sense of humor was just developing, which is my only sense of humor these days. It, like, uh, so much sex stuff. Also, did he have a spade and neutering certificate? Cause... Yeah, so multiple times this movie, they reference how he doesn't have any balls. Yeah, but when he gets whacked gets into balls. Yeah. yeah, and he gets super pissed. Uh, yeah. He gets like... so angry, he's about to kill that child. And they're like, <laughs> how about you don't do this right now? Yeah, I'm just wondering, like, if you... This is terrible line of thought, but, like, does that hurt if you don't have any balls anymore? Like, they if they're gone, I'm wondering, like... Because it's like a tendon thing, right? I don't... I don't, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Never mind. Either way, <laughs> let's not talk about this. So, <laughs> let's just not talk about the movie. What about like phantom ball syndrome, where like you still feel that they're there, but they're not? Like a phantom limb? Yeah. Your testicles are a limb. Like, yeah, they're a part of you. Like, yeah. a part gets chopped off of you. I guess you can still feel. I don't know. You know, as hard as that kid hit him, it's going to hurt no matter what. So that's all such and it was with a baseball bat. Oh, did you know that was beans? Beans? Oh, wait, that's right. You didn't you're not a child of the 90s, are you? I am. Yeah. Well, like you didn't watch Disney Channel though, like hardcore Disney Channel. I did, but not like crazy hardcore. So you know Shia LaBeouf, right? Everyone does yeah. the actual yeah, cannibal. Yeah. Actually, sorry. I don't want him to ever hear this and come after me and eat me. Um, no, no, no. He's he's too busy going after Trump. So you oh, don't have to worry okay, about that. good. Well, anyway, so he was in a show with Christy Carlson Romano called Even Stevens, and oh, that is beans from Even Stevens. Yeah, the kid. With okay, the that bacon. makes more sense. I remember yeah. Even Stevens. What were all those Disney Channel shows? Even Stevens, and then um, what's the one with the black kid? He's an action star. Um, oh, with the famous Jet Jackson. I was just thinking about that. Yeah, the, other day. the famous Jet Jackson. Yeah. I was thinking about a very specific episode where he got trapped in the wilderness with his dad or lost with him. And his dad was like, I'm going to be a survivalist. See, you don't just have to be an actor to be awesome. And he cooks pasta in a hole in the ground. I'm like, the fuck you get that pasta? You carry pasta with you when you go hiking? No. <laughs> That's the... And if it was one of those military packs, then it would have just been like pour the water in and it would start heating up on its own. So he didn't have to cook it in a hole in the ground, which means he has like dry pasta with him all the time. 
I don't That's understand. True. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. The famous Jet Jackson. Anyway. It's also like Lizzie McGuire came out around then. Oh, the Proud Family. I love the Proud Family. I'm going to tell you something real embarrassing. What? Uh, I've been listening to This Is What Dreams Are Made Of by Hilary Duff all day. <laughs> like in my car, so, like dancing in my seat, like this is what dreams are made of. Like, so good. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to like edit in a clip of that song. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so... <clears throat> Blast from the Past, 2003. Wait a second. Even Stevens was in the early 2000s, so yeah, like, you would have seen that. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, did you... Did every time they say Mrs. Kwan, did you think Michelle Kwan? No. Oh, man. I like, thought this, this movie is racist. Low-key racist, but... Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it was really racist, actually, because they were like Japanese parliament. Everyone's doing kung fu. I mean, also, did you hear what Dakota Fanning said about... The guy was like, you're a little princess. And she's like, the monarchy has no real power. I would prefer <laughs> to be part of parliament. <laughs> that's my favorite quote in that whole... In, in the whole movie, that's my favorite quote. She was good at that. Other like, than, other yeah. than um, he was all like... Do you want painful shots in your knees and your abdomen? And she was like, how many shots? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Mike Myers did the most annoying part, though. He was like, he did the wheeze laugh. And he did it. It was so, it felt so forced. I was like, why? <laughs> it was like, how <laughs> many shots? <gasps> the, in, the entire movie. <laughs> that was the entire movie. Uh... I think in my notes, I wrote, uh, since when was the cat in the hat a, a New York Jew? <laughs> yes um also he did a charo thing too he, oh <laughs> so weird oh so weird did you think it was weird that the mother had like a full like center fold picture of herself obviously naked in the living room no i thought it was weird that he stuffed it in his fur <laughs> no like that was the that was pretty obvious like, like he was all like, huh? He like they're they're like that's my mom, and he like folded it back up, but then he turned and like stuffed it in his shirt. Yeah, I noticed. Like that. I'm gonna keep this for later. Obviously. Obviously. Like so inappropriate. Well, you can make cupcakes out of anything. Okay, so <laughs> let, let's let's hold the phone. The only reason why I wanted to see this movie was because like the memes are out there right right now, and like the internet are is going crazy with cat and hat memes. Oh, so yeah. I was like, I need to actually see this movie so I know what's going on. I regret <laughs> all of that. I could have told you that. I mean, this may have been part of my childhood, but I didn't say it was a good part of my childhood. I mean, like, my mom took my brother and sister and me out to the movies, and I was the appropriate age that I enjoyed this movie, but looking back on it, uh, I wonder. 
But you know, I don't even know. How did Mike Myers make movies after this? I don't know. He was in the Master. No, he wasn't Masters. Sorry. Oh no, he was, he was look... in um Austin Powers. He was in some movie where he wore a shit ton of costumes. Well, like okay, so let's see. Ken Hat came out in two thousand three, right? Mm-hmm. The movie directly after this was Shrek two. Oh, that's why the Shrek franchise was like banging. Shrek is love, and Shrek is life. I pray to Shrek every night before bed, thanking him for the life I've been given. Shrek is love, I say. Shrek is life. This was this was made the year after Shrek came out, so he was like, "This is pretty much his next movie after Shrek." And then they're like, you know, that was a shit show, but DreamWorks has actually been working on Shrek two since Shrek one came out, so like we still need you back, even though that was like the most deplorable act of children's movieing we've ever seen. Oh my god, the Awesome Powers movies were in the 90s? I thought they were in the 2000s. No, they were in the 90s. Like, they were oh, around. Wow. They have always been around, as far as I'm concerned. 99. What? Wow. Wait, the first yeah. one was in 99? Yeah. Oh. Actually, that's the first year I ever remember writing a date on my school papers. So, yeah, that's about right. Well, 99 is, like, the best year for movies. Like, uh, well, the, all the best movies came out in 1999. Like what? Um, let's see. The Matrix. I was trying to say The to- Matrix. <laughs> Toy Story. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, Pixar getting its start off. Uh, I would have to look at the list. Uh, no, Toy Story 2 came out that year. Uh, Tarzan, oh, Green Mile, Fight Club. Oh, I love Fight Club. Tarzan was good. That was, like, a good movie. I mean... Uh, Amer- American Pie... <laughs> American Pie. The Iron Giant. Oh, I love the Iron Giant. Didn't they coin didn't American Pie coin the term MILF? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh Galaxy Quest came out that year. Ten Things I Hate About You. Oh, that was good. The Mummy. Office Space. The Sixth Sense. South Park. Cruel Intentions. I love Cruel Intentions. Um Deep Blue Sea? That's my favorite Sam Jackson role. Hmm. I can, I can keep on me. going. <laughs> These are just so many movies came out in 1999. It's really hard. Okay. Uh, you know what? This movie, though, <laughs> did not come out in 1999. It was 2003. Oh, yeah. Let's go back to that. Big Daddy? I uh, loved Big Daddy. Big Daddy. What was that one? I know I... Oh, wait. With Adam Sandler? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I actually like that. And by the way, that was Zack slash Cody. The kid. Oh. It was, oh, actually, okay. it was Cole Sprouse's credit, so it was only one of them. So it was Cody. Didn't they go like crazy and get fired or something? Who? Zach and Cody? Cody? Yeah. I don't know. You can look at Cole Sprouse's dick online. It's like they've gone downhill. Whoa. (laughs) Things you don't tell me. Yeah. Naked selfies. No one's surprised. (laughs) No no one is surprised. No. He's an ex-Disney Channel star. What do you expect? Yeah. When they fall, they fall hard. Uh, What was it? The was it the brightest or the brightest stars burn quickest or something like that? Now I gotta look this up. <laughs> it was it, I I love the way it's executed because it's like that's Lindsay Lohan. Oh, <laughs> uh, did I say that out loud? Okay, can we let's talk? Let's talk about this movie. Okay. I like so... how when we don't like a movie, we talk about everything but the movie. 
Uh, I, don't, oh, okay. I don't know if you noticed that. Sorry, the brightest stars burn out the fastest. Yep. Oh, that's a that's a bullshit quote. <laughs> I mean, like it makes sense, I guess. I mean, that's like that that basically sums up Lindsay Lohan in a nutshell. Was she a bright star? Yeah, don't you remember the Parent Trap? Everyone was all about that. They're like, oh my god, there's this set of twins. And it's like, no, it's one girl. She just played Maybe twins. we have different memories. No, everyone loved the parent trap. Like, she was good I... for a little bit there. Like, she wasn't crazy. She wasn't doing any shit. Mean Girls was the last good movie she did, and then she went way downhill. But before that, she was like, she had a good career. People liked her. And then we, and then we got Emma Stone, and we were like, wow. A real this redhead. Is... Who's yeah, I know. That's a... Who can actually act? <laughs> No, Emma Stone's been in some good shit. I keep wanting to watch Birdman. I, I love Birdman. I fucking love that movie so much. I'm like, I saw like, oh, like I, I actually read the plot. So I was just not like, I'm gonna shelf that one. But it's you don't like... understand that whole movie's in one take. What? Nah. Well, they make it seem like it's all one take, oh, but okay. it's one camera moving the entire time. There's no cuts. Are you? Well, no, I'm sure there's cuts, but it's like the, it doesn't go like the camera there's... moves with the actors the entire time. Yeah, the the cuts there are cuts like the, the movie wasn't filmed in order. Oh yeah, but that's just but crazy. it's all seamless to make it look like there's no cuts. Like there's no jump cuts or anything. It's like follows no. the person through the city. Oh, that's cool. Okay, the entire movie and it goes over a period of like a like three weeks. I'm down. That movie's great. Which is kind of crazy thinking about it, because if you're going to do a single take, or like, if you're going to do a no jump cuts movie that goes over three weeks, that's some creative bullshit right there. There's one cut, it's at the very end, but, you know, whatever. I hate to say it, but we're not talking about the cat in the hat. Yeah, I know, because we don't <laughs> like this movie. Okay, okay, let's, I'm going to go down my notes, okay? Okay. Opening credits. This is not so bad. Yep. And then I go, wait a second, this movie already fails. There are straight lines. I don't know if you know this or not, but Dr. Seuss was against any straight lines in any of his books, period. Oh, he was like 100% against it. Oh, 100%. Okay. Uh, Like, even when they're, like, making the the Dr. Seuss area at Universal Studios Florida, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I know. There cannot be any straight lines. Yeah, I went to that thing. I was like, everything was squiggly lines. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, immediately, I'm like, fuck this movie. <laughs> My next note goes, ha ha ha, Hulk reference. Which, okay. Where? Okay. I noticed this immediately. Comic book nerd. Yeah. The box says the uh, incredible bulk. Oh, and it was like a box right. of hand bulk sanitizer. hand sanitizer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, I, that went right, right past me. And the box was even green. Not the right shade of green, I'd like to point out, though. No. We opened up on Sean Hayes' face as the first, like, actual character, though. And that <laughs> and made me like, happy. And then he squirts hand sanitizer from his dick. <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> Not actually, but keeping on your belt right there, though. That was Come pretty on. good. Come on. Oh, my God. Fired! <sighs> yeah, he was definitely giving his best Donald Trump. <laughs> Just... You know, I heard something amazing. What? Uh, it was actually I've been totally marathoning the Mother May I Sleep with podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. episodes, but like 
they they started recording before november we started recording uh-huh. after oh um, yeah yeah so we didn't have like a, a period of time where we we're like we don't know what's gonna happen like we already knew what happened from our first yeah. episode oh but, yeah it was like a week after we were yeah already done with this shit yeah and i guess thank no not thank goodness it, that was a horrible calamity anyway um so the host she's like the very next episode she's like so we thought we knew what was gonna happen with the election but i guess we were wrong I mean, you know, America's in a bad place. People want jobs, and I guess they're just gonna take whatever cotton candy-haired bastard promises it to them. God. Oh my god. <laughs> and I was like, that's the perfect description. I had family in town this week, and you know, whenever family comes to town, it's like, hopefully the dreaded politics talk doesn't yes. happen. And then, like, my... It's my great-uncle's wife. Like, my grandmother's brother, like, her twin brother, like, his wife was all like, fuck Donald Trump. And I was like, whoa, what? We're bonding now. Thank God. Did Alec Baldwin at all, like, strike you as another Baldwin? Yeah, he looked like the younger Baldwin. Who was that? Daniel? No. The skinny, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, the skinny one. Because I, like, I wrote in my notes, like, skinny Alec Baldwin is weird, right? I thought, oh. Alec Baldwin was looking pretty good for 2003. I, it's, I thought, it's been a long time since I saw him during his good years. This wasn't a good year for him, was it? No, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. Like, There was a year where like he did nothing but drugs, and everybody was all like, uh, calm down, bro. Yeah. And then he shows up on 30 Rock, and everybody loves him again. Yeah, and that's suddenly where he made his comeback. <laughs> What's really funny is, like... I wrote somewhere in my notes, like, 10 minutes in, I'm kind of tired of rhyming. And then the Alec Baldwin scene comes in, and I looked at the timestamp, and it was only seven minutes into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, no. Ugh, it's just the fucking worst, this movie. Okay. So So what was what was Alec Baldwin's endgame here? Marry the... the marry the rich lady, the... get the money, ship off the kids to school to military school so he doesn't ever have to see them again and pay his bills because they repoed his television set. But wouldn't there be, like, during, like, the marriage, eventually, like, she's like, why is my credit score lower all of a sudden? (laughs) Like, wouldn't there be, like, this... I just don't understand. And, like, why would the woman not believe her son over this guy who lives literally next door? Better question. Why wouldn't she have ever gone into his house and seen that he's disgusting? Just the fucking worst. Also, I'm assuming they fucked at some point, so she's seen him take off the the girdle. Are you sure? This is Dr. Seuss land. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Like they were stressing her tits real hard. Like every dress she wore. Oh my like Oh my god, you're right. So much boob cleavage. Like just it's like, hey, your front butt's showing. (laughs) Your front butt. Yeah. Uh uh, I mean, man, and she was she was on something. She's I looked I looked her up on IDM. <laughs> IMDb. Kelly, <laughs> Kelly Preston. Yeah. Yeah. I looked her up. What was she known for again? Um, she was known for Jerry Maguire. She was like the girl Jerry Maguire. Right. I don't know. I'm going to look this up because like as soon as they said so, I was like, oh, that's right. She's in a lot of like indie movies, so I really don't like. I remember the name, but I don't remember her from anything. 
right i'm like getting to the her, her page now um uh kelly preston i mean she played she like got famous for playing the mom on something uh kelly's first garnered international attention with the role of marnie mason in oh never mind oh no uh in ivan Rittman's twins starring arnold schwarzenegger and danny devito uh yeah, so her character she was one of the wives. So I don't I know if she was so. Danny DeVito's wife or Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife. I mean I've that was a shitty movie. movie to be known for I've twins. Never seen that movie. Yeah, not good. No, but I I know where I recognize her from now. This isn't good either. So who, no. who knows? Well, you know she does have a career and she's been on a red carpet. Her photo shows that. So like oh low she's key. playing Victoria Gotti in a Gotti movie. What? What is that? Uh, the Gaudis are like this mafia family that didn't like a reality TV show, and they kind of got famous. Oh, okay. Well, but she's playing Victoria Gotti. That's that's insane. I know nothing of these people, so. Okay, where were we? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. So the mom goes back to the office because Sean Hayes is a dick. Um. Calls the racist stereotype of a Taiwanese next door neighbor over Japanese. to watch the kids. She was, but she was watching Taiwanese government though, right? No, she was watching Japanese government. No, it was Taiwanese. I could have sworn it was Japanese. Oh, it was Taiwanese because I thought she's like Japanese government, at one point. Which is racist this because is she was racist. definitely watching the Taiwanese government fighting. Because I immediately looked up that video and watched it on YouTube. Yeah, but I think they said in the movie she's Japanese. I, I like heard the the people on the TV like fighting. They were like "arigato," it was but really racist. The kids looked at each other and go "Taiwanese government again," and then they run to the window because that's more exciting. I thought they said Japanese. They definitely say Taiwanese. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. I'm not we're looking this up. up. We're gonna fight about this. I'm they not... definitely say Taiwanese. Okay. You know what? I'm looking it up. <laughs> you know what? No, I'm clicking on the IMDb page of Mrs. Kwan from the movie. Let's see here. Kwan's a Taiwanese name. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they... Yeah, something... Oh, watching TV show. Ah, damn it. Taiwanese. Oh, who was right? Hmm. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Okay, so Taiwanese government, whatever. I either way, I, I called her Michelle Kwan the whole movie. Mostly, who's Michelle Kwan? Is isn't that like a figure skater. skater? Yeah, she's, yeah. A, she's a figure skater. Yeah. I mean, she was like an Olympic figure skater. She's like the most famous figure skater in the world. If you think figure skater, you think Michelle Kwan. That or Danny Weir. Danny Danny Weir, Derek Weir, the Weir kid, the Danny Weir, the queer Weir. Anyway, I. <clears throat> I'm gonna have to pull the straight card on you. <laughs> I don't know anything about figure skating. I don't either. But I just, I just, these are people who have been in the media so much. Is it Danny Weir? Um, but wasn't he like banned from Russia? I don't know. I don't know either. None of this is Cat in the Hat, though. Uh, Johnny oh. Weir. Johnny Weir, yeah. So close. He had his own so show close. on Logo, which is like the gay network on TV. Oh, I know what Logo is. Yeah. I watch enough RuPaul's Drag Race to know what Logo is. I I try so hard to watch that show, but it's like, it goes 
under and over my radar. Every time I watch an episode, I'm like, slay queen. And then I wa- I've watched one episode and I don't watch anymore. It's like I hear people talk about freaking who's going to win this, this season. I'm like, <sighs> you know, I got into America's Next Top Model for a while. But not as long as my brother. But I got into it for a while and then like seen, I dropped it. I've seen every episode. Of America's Next Top Model? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm really obsessed with like shitty reality TV, so it's like. Do you remember America's... the Osbournes? I yes, I did watch the Osbournes. I don't know why I had access to this at the age I was when that show was airing, but I also watched um, what do you call it? Uh, well, besides Dog the Bounty Hunter, but that was like really shitty. But um, what do you call it? The wrestler, um, Hulk Hogan's family. Oh, I fucking, fucking hate Hulk Hogan so much. I didn't say I, I liked family. him, but I watched the show. I hate everything about him. Didn't his son I... kill someone drag racing in the street? Yeah, want to know why? Because it fucking happened in Tampa, because they lived in fucking St. Pete, which is right around the corner from me. Uh... <laughs> Man, they're the fucking worst family ever. No, he was like drag like racing. run in with them. No, well, you would think, right? How much I dislike Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Um, like, what did no, he do cause... to you? What? Uh, no, I said, like, what did he do to you personally? <laughs> like, you just sound so mad. I just, okay. <laughs> no, I like, really loved the website Gawker. And I think it's bullshit how he sued them into obscurity and they were forced to close down the website. That's a, that's a Trump move. That's like, but I, I hate the fact that he it wasn't his idea; it was Peter Thiel's idea, and Peter Thiel is this rich asshole, like, fucking technology guy who just pours money into suing people he doesn't like. I hate Peter Thiel, and I hate Hulk Hogan. Mm. Uh, anyway, back to something else we hate. So Dakota Fanning has a freaking Palm Pilot, and she's, like, writing shit down in it. We assume it's checklist. We never actually see. Uh, so I like how her checklist ends with make a new checklist. Hmm? <laughs> yes. Um, uh, the best. So the cat, he appears, you... right? Yeah, are you low-key terrified of this cat? No, I'm, like, not even low-key terrified of this cat. Okay, so <clears throat> I called my mother. Because I was like, or she called me, I think. Either way, she was driving. I was on speaker. She had just picked up my sister's friend from the airport because she was in town. Yeah. And I was like, uh, you know, like really quick, which one of these movies do you think I should um, watch? And when I came to the cat in the hat, uh, my sister's friend, she screamed, oh, my God. Like, I 100% believe that that cat would murder me and feel nothing. <laughs> which is <laughs> And I believe That's how her. I feel. Yeah, I believe her too. It's just like, it, just emptiness behind the eyes. These just children were not safe with this cat. Literally nothing. No one's safe. I don't think the world is safe anymore. He reminded me of like, a really clean crystal meth dealer. Like, he could give oh a fuck God. less if you die in front of him. But he's making a clean cell to you. But he's that like crystal meth dealer that like, knows what he's doing and covers all of his tracks. Well, it's not like I know anything about crystal meth dealers. Like, 
I just want to put a disclaimer out there, listeners. No, I don't know any other. But it's like, you know, TV has taught me, like, real fucking shady drug dealers. Actually, Walter White. That's what he reminds me of. Oh, true. He's yeah. a, he's Walter White. He's like, yeah. he's got all his bases covered. He's got his contract. I mean, everything's good. And then he fucks your shit up. And he's like, don't feel bad about it. That's it. I watched so when he... almost all of Breaking Bad. Almost all? What? Well, I missed, missed out episode? on like I missed out on like like seven episodes of one of the seasons, but like I got the gist at that point. Uh-oh. I missed yeah. out the part where <sighs> spoiler alert, like fast forward like maybe one minute if you don't want to hear what I'm about to spoil, listeners. <laughs> like I I really I genuinely care about spoiling this one for people. Normally I don't. Um, yeah, like I I missed the episode where he killed the uh, like DEA cop. That's like the best episode. I got to the episode where Gus died, though. That was the fucking best. I was like, that shit haunted me. Oh my god. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh my god. He like walks out, straightens up his tie, and he's like Two Face. I was like, shit. <laughs> that that shit fucked me up. I was like legit scared. I was like, oh my god. I hope I don't die like that because I was fucking horrible. Anyway. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, this cat, he appears, I would instantly, if I were these kids, I'd check for a gas leak, because he was, like, magically hopping around, um, and and it's just, like, I would, I would, if I were the, if I were the responsible daughter, I would check around for a gas leak, and if I saw that there wasn't one, I'd be like, you know what, that's cool, but help, like, cat, help me drag Mrs. Kwan out onto the lawn, um, and we're going to go outside, and then we can have some fun. And if you're still here in 20 minutes, then I believe that you're real. You know, just in case there is a gas leak. <sighs> My god, Mrs. Kwan is the most useless character I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. But... She has one job. One job. Well, no, like, her real job, like, personally, what she does is that she falls asleep, and then she wakes up as soon as she hears a mom. Because she slept like she was dead. <laughs> like at at one like I was wondering if she was taking quaaludes or some shit. I was like, how deep of a sleeper are you? <sighs> uh, was Mrs. Okay, Kwan so in the books? no, no, none of this is in the books. <laughs> so Alec Baldwin cat... wasn't in the books. I feel betrayed. <sighs> Fucking Alec Baldwin. So the cat does stuff and he gets the house dirty. <laughs> he's like just skipping ahead <laughs> he was all like let's do a musical number and fucking dakota panning's like no i'm not having any of this and he does anyway oh man like thir- four costume changes during that one musical number i didn't i actually wasn't looking at the tv during the the musical number um i did pay lots of attention though to the like hi i'm billy mays part even though it's like a that's my thing. favorite part of the movie i was like let's, this let's is, get into this this is borderline inappropriate given like how he went out you know what well like the yeah. brightest stars oh. burn out the quickest yeah but that was after another tampa native of infamous tampa native is billy hayes billy mays billy mays yeah technically i fucking lived in the same neighborhood as that guy anyway oh my god so like <laughs> yeah because he he lived in west shore and i'm in west tampa and we're like neighbor neighboring neighborhoods wait so that means that like you could walk down the street and find a full bag of cocaine in an unlocked car 
I mean, <laughs> a I'm five a minute, a t- like a five to ten minute drive. Well, that's that's close though. Yeah. Although you're in Florida, I mean, if you're gonna get cocaine anywhere in the U.S., it will like be... you're pretty close to Colombia, aren't you? I'm not. Yes, I yeah. guess. See. Cool. Maybe, yeah. I like, guess. as far as know. United States goes, like, Florida's pretty close. Yeah, but Tampa's not Miami. Like, that stuff goes through Miami. Well, yeah, but I'm sure, it, like, it, it filters north. At, like, I'm sure it stops at some point. Probably. Yeah, around, it goes like, to West Pensacola. Palm Beach where the... It goes to West Palm Beach where the rich drug addicts live. <laughs> you gotta... You know what? I'm gonna keep that in because it's part of my creative rewriting. But it has to do with <laughs> drugs. And I think you know why. <laughs> oh, no. Um, okay, so, wait. The kid signed the contract. And, by the way, may I say his spade and neutering thing was in there? That was okay. But what I didn't like... What I didn't like is that the three lawyers that appeared behind him, the girl was like, who are they? And the boy was like, I don't give a fuck. He's like, come on, just sign it. And she's like, I'm surprised she didn't read this entire contract. Yeah, you would think that would be in her character, right? Oh, wait, there's no characters in this movie, so that's not a thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. They were the most one-dimensional characters. Okay, so he, like, does the funometer on them. Conrad's a bedwetter. Sally is a control freak. And he's gonna fix them so that they're just right. Like the three little bears. Probably would be a better live-action movie than this. But first, he needs to fix the couch. Oh, yeah. So. Where, where he commits multiple cases of animal abuse. <laughs> really, though? Like, okay, I understand that he's, like, from a different dimension, but that looked like a legit elephant. It was, and he was beating that elephant. And then it made a dog noise, which made no sense to me. Yeah, the dog noise whimpers and runs away, like, uh, and then he climbs out of the couch. And then suddenly the couch is magical and has, like, reduced gravity on it. No, he has to go under the couch first to, like... Oh, yeah. To fix it up. So He like, tunes it up like he... a mechanic. And he has, like, a fucking, uh, like, a butt crack showing, too. Which is the fucking worst. Everything about this movie is the worst, but that was especially bad. I was like, this cat is a cat. Cats don't have ass cheeks, first off. First off. Second off. Do they not care that this anthropomorphic man-cat is talking to them and trying to make them have fun? At what point did they wonder if they were going to be molested? I don't... yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm there with you on that. Also, is this a normal thing that, like... Because they were obviously not in our dimension. I'm I'm going off the uh, dimensional theory here. But, like, the TV had, like, real-world stuff on it, so it's just so fucking bizarre. Well, I like, think they were, like, a couple so dimensions off of ours, because everything was green, and it was, like, kind of weird and shit. And it's, like, but it had straight lines, so they're not even in the Dr. Seuss dimension. Like, well, yeah, but that's where the cat came from, right? Fuck all of this. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Okay. But, like, I'm, I, I'm a stickler for canon, and I'm, like, trying to make sense of this. I know you can't make sense of this movie, but I'm trying to make a sense where there could be some sense. There's no... Okay, okay, yes. There's multiple dimensions. And his and is red, one of those and dimensions. theirs is green. Yeah. That's, like, how I knew they climbed into a different dimension when they went in the phone booth and there were a bunch of candy ravers. 
And in my dimension, I have to watch a terrifyingly horrible movie about an anthropomorphic cat. Oh, Jesus you know what I Christ. thought was great? What? Paris Hilton was one of those ravers. Okay, so that's what I assumed. When you were like, Paris Hilton's in this movie, and I was like, no, she's not. She's in it. <laughs> that is literally the one scene I did not pay attention to, because I was all like, this is so absurd. I just don't care about this movie anymore. I don't think she's even credited in this, which is fine, because I wouldn't. I'm not gonna lie. No, nope, I'm. A, I started. I started fast forwarding through this movie at this point. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> I don't blame you, but oh yeah, look, she's right here. Okay, uh, yeah. So oh, she is this. in this movie. Uh, she has a credit, Paris Hilton, and she is her part was female club goer. So they admit this was a club, at least. That is definitely Paris Hilton. Yeah. Like, she's on... IMDb lists her as part of the cast. She's way at the bottom. Um, She's above the secretary, Jim McFinnigan, <laughs> and uh, Mr. <coughs> Von Papa... I don't care. Uh, no, wait. What? Is Roger... Fuck this. Paris Hilton is not attractive. Paris, no. Also, she has feet big enough for a teenage boy to wear her shoes. I'm glad the bling ring broke into her house. (laughs) I want to rob. I want to rob. Oh my god. Like, Uh, let's just go to Paris's one more time. Come on. I'm gonna steal her dog. Like, she's not gonna notice. But he likes me. I'd have stolen the monkey because that shit was cool. I can't believe she has her own party room let's let's go dance on the pole let's spill shit everywhere the only reason she didn't notice so many people were breaking their house because she's such a fucking hot mess that she's like it smells like vodka in here oh i probably spilled it but i don't remember i don't remember yeah fuck it back to this movie (laughs) um the infomercial scene the best scene in this movie yes you can make cupcakes out of anything out of anything anything Shut your mouth, or I'll kill. I'll make you disappear. <laughs> <laughs> like what? I'll end you, and I'll make I it will... look like an accident. Fuck. <laughs> Most believable Holy part. Shit. Like he changed, and I was like, "This is the real cat." I mean, for sure. <laughs> and then he cuts off his tail. That was legit funny, by the way. The whole like cutting off the tail. Oh yeah, and he was like, "Motherfucker!" But of course, you know, cat hanging from the tree, the hanging there cat. Didn't he mention something about, like, that breaching the contract? Or, like... Oh, man. He definitely mentioned something about the contract. I feel like he mentioned a lot about the contract, but, like, I didn't even notice it because he, like, slipped it in there. Or he was like, I could sue you for this. Like, what? You're gonna (laughs) sue these children? (laughs) He's like, I came to physical harm in your home. Um, but... I don't know. I just feel like at some, like, way down and, like... Uh, like appendix C of the contract, it was like if cat to make the day fun. If cat feels like he needs to molest you, then it's okay. Sign right here. <laughs> like <coughs> this cat was a meth dealer, murderer, and a rapist, or at least a pedophile, which is a rapist. So just a With special no balls. yes. <laughs> you know why he has no balls? Because <laughs> he got caught once. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what he said <laughs> in the song. Oh, man, he got caught touching children. That's why they chopped his balls off. Oh, shit. So thing one and thing two, they're, they're great. 
I like that Thing 2 prefers to go by Chocolate Thunder. Or Thing A. Thing A, yeah. Or, what is it, Ben? That was good. Yeah, and then, like... <laughs> and then it was like, Thing Wong wants everybody to know that uh, some people should just drop it. <laughs> uh, so, <clears throat> the Things, they were cool. And when they came out, I had a flashback. I don't even remember the name of the show, but it was a skit show, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it was on Spike TV. It had, like, one season. And they would, like, it was, like, this weird, it was, like, a poll show. Like, they'd have a weekly poll, and you'd, like, text in on your flip phone what it was you wanted to happen. Like, they would have a skit, and you'd, like, vote whether or not it would come back next week. And it was, like, comedians. It was, like, um, it was, like, SNL, sort of. Like, I'm sure some of them were ex-SNL comedians. And so one of the segments that they did was like a cartoon one that went on for almost all five or six episodes of this show. Because it only had like a five or six episode run. What is the name of this show? I don't remember. I mean, listeners, if you know, like, seriously, email. Like, because for some reason, I can't get the, um, I can't get the uh, comments on SoundCloud. I'm just chucking that up to SoundCloud not being great. Like, I can't read them. It says one comment, and I click on it. It's like, you have no comments. So that. So, like, seriously, if you know, email me. Uh, but they had a segment. They had, like, a little short, and it was called Mr. Sprinkles. And it was legit the cat in the hat. It was, like, a cartoon thing. And he pulled out his little friends, Glock 1 and Glock 2. What? And they, like, what, had What channel was this on? Spike, of course. This was, like, right around the same time. It was, like, early 2000s. Because, like, huh. I remember, it's, like, early to mid-2000s, I remember, like, they were, like, text in to vote. Like, carrier, carrier charges may apply. And I, like, looked at my flip phone, and I was like, do I really want to text this? Nah. But Mr. Sprinkles was legit, like, the fucked up cat in the hat. And at one point, like, he comes back, like, he's hiding from the police, and he comes and finds... I think her name was Sally. Like, this is, like, his ex-girlfriend. And she's like, I was just a child, Mr. Sprinkles. And he's like, I'm sorry, but I need a place to hide. And she's like, you have a son. And she pulls out this disgusting, like, half-human, half-cat thing that, like, is missing several chromosomes. And it's like, Daddy! And <laughs> it was terrible. Okay, so the television show is called Acceptable TV. Yes. They also coined the phrase Galians, which is gay aliens, which I love that. <laughs> Galians. I've never heard that before. Okay, so Acceptable TV, which is better than Cat in the Hat, was created by Dan Hartman and Rob Schraub, which is amazing that I did not know about this because Dan Hartman is one of my favorite writers of all time, and Rob Schraub is Rob Schraub, and I follow him on Twitter, and he is fucking hysterical. I don't think it got picked up for a second season, which made me really sad because it was. It good did not. TV. It was it good. It did not, TV. but we, but we got Rick and Morty instead. So whatever. Okay, I'm good with that. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, because the so same creators, the same creators, way. the same creators jumped over to Rick and Morty. Jan Harmon, Justin Roland. Uh, yep. They're the two creators of Rick and Morty. I love Rick and Morty. That shit's my jam. I mean, yeah. I, it's like they got pop figures and they only have two seasons. I have both of them. I'm looking at them right now because they're on my desk. Those are the ones that I didn't get while I was collecting. Like, I have a shit ton of them, like, in the box. 
Because I think they just, like, stack better that way. Hmm. Yeah. I have the Donald Trump one. Like I like to take things out of the box because it is a toy. I do as well, but it's like, eventually, I'm going to be glad that I kept them in there. Because I can see them. They have the window. And it's like, it's more of a decorative piece. I, I look at them more like, um, they, they like to decorate the room. They're not exactly <clears throat> to have around my desk and shit. I don't think of them the way that they're supposed to be thought of. Oh, well, you know, whatever. Anyway, so. Um, think one thing to make a mess everywhere. Um, the crate leaks out. They put the Quan, they put Michelle Quan on top of the crate. Then she gets up and or falls off or something. She wakes up at one point. And she's like, the children are perfect angels. And then that's it. And she falls back to sleep. Goes right back to sleep. How did the dog get the little crab? The crab lock? Uh, It was alive, so it, like, jumped onto the dog's, like, collar. I don't remember that at all. But I, like, I was like, this seems like a thing that would happen. Yeah, the crab lock talked, too. And, like, when it jumped onto the collar, it was like, mine, 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 mine. And... That's so dumb. Yeah. But the best part is... I like how... Oh, what? No, wait, what? No, oh. go. They got the crab lock back, and the kid puts it in the pocket, and the crab says, not the pocket, not the pocket. And I'm like, what? Is this like a sex thing? I, maybe. Maybe he just doesn't want to be in a small boy's pocket. <laughs> a sex thing, then. I, I like how the dog did not want to be in this movie as much as I did not want to watch this movie. <laughs> it kept on running away. Yes. And Alec Baldwin caught it, which would have made me, like, shit myself if i was running down the street and alec baldwin caught me (laughs) oh my god that dog like deserves a medal that hippie scene with the hippie cat oh my lord canine american that Uh, literally went into my vocabulary immediately canine american i really expected him to turn around there like being a giant blunt sticking out of the back of his hat Oh, there should have been. Oh my god, missed opportunities. Really, though? Like, I'm sad about that one. Or, like, tucked behind his ear or some shit? It would have been good. It's a, that's a rolled cigarette. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes, that's what they're <laughs> called. <clears throat> no, no, no. That is a um mint cigarette. It is herbal. Yeah, I bet it's herbal. Anyway. <sighs> okay, so... They get the dog, they yep. race back to the house, Alec Baldwin steals a cop's car. No, he stole the cop's motorcycle, too. but it was thing one and thing twos, so no consequences, but he didn't know that, so he's already he losing his shit. Yeah, he's fucking out of it. And then they go into the house, and I'm like, oh, the house is clean. Did we miss the house cleaning episode? Nope, that was a facade. Yep, and then he falls. Alec Baldwin falls to his death. Sadly enough, not. <laughs> that was that's going in the creative rewriting he just died <laughs> he fell and a then, long uh, way that's like hitting he hit oh slime it was more viscous than water he would have hit it like he hit cement he would have died yeah he would have died that's like really sad because like he had that shit all over him and it was like sticky and viscous that would have been like hitting that, well that would have been like hitting that you know what that stuff is all over him though the purple stuff oh what is this like trivia? It's chicken fat. Yeah, trivia. It's chicken fat dyed purple. Ew. Yeah. How is that cheap? It's not cheap. They couldn't have it's like mixed not. a bunch of cornstarch and shit with water. Nope, they got chicken fat and just slapped it on his face. <laughs> Craft services was overflowing and getting old. Oh my god. That's disgusting. 
<laughs> you told gross. me something about this movie that made me hate it more. So <laughs> they ride the Quan ride, which I thought this reminds me of the Dr. Seuss ride from um Universal Studios. We were a Universal family. We never went to Disneyland. I mean, ever. Oh. We went to SeaWorld and Universal Studios, and those were our places. All I'm saying is, I have a a annual pass to one of those, and it is Universal. Yep. You don't need to. Yep. You don't need Disney. Uh, I like object to SeaWorld after I found out all that shit, but we went before anyone knew that stuff, so it was like we were n- not being like socially unconscious. It's just this was the '90s, and no one gives a shit about whales. Nope, not at all. So, I'm going to Universal in a couple weeks, too. Fun. Yeah. I would love to. They have a new Jimmy Fallon ride opening up. <laughs> love that. Um, God. I want to talk about Universal Studios instead. So. <laughs> they... I like how he makes that Universal Studios joke. Like, oh, my God. This is like I a through park that. ride. And he, like, looked and turned it to the camera. Like Universal Studios. It's like, that wasn't a joke, by the way. I'm certain that was a plug, but the most shameless, overt, like, self-aware plug in the world. You know this movie's awful when they have, like, they have people dressed up in costume of all the, like, live-action, like, Dr. Seuss movies, Mm -hmm. except for Cat in Hat. Like, the Grinch is always there. (laughs) And that's, like, a Christmas thing, too, but you never see the Cat in Hat. That's because it'll be creepy as fuck. You can't make that outfit look like you're not... Not creepy, yeah. It's just a fucking child molester walking around. He looks like an insane person. What's creepier is the cat in a hat animatronics on the ride at Universal because they're the fucking creepiest things I've ever seen in my life. Well, animatronic things are gross or, well, or creepy no matter what. You know Five Nights at Freddy's? Yeah, let's. Uh... Everything works on that principle. I refuse to play that game. I hate jump scares. Just no, I'm good. Yeah. Anyway, it's like the Slender Man game. Oh my god. Uh... I would um... like legit. I would kill for the Slender Man, like under the right circumstances. You're gonna have to <laughs> this cut was that a out. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to cut that out because I believe you. <laughs> you know what's funny is. I actually heard that on a podcast earlier today. I thought that's kind of a funny joke because I laughed. And then like the exact same thing happened where no one laughed on that podcast. Like she had guests and like no one laughed. And she's like, that was a joke. And like everyone was like, uh, huh? Uh, <laughs> so that didn't fly. Oh, there's a Slenderman documentary on HBO right now. I was thinking about watching it. Oh, fuck no. That shit fucks me up. Like I'm, I'm legit scared of the Slenderman. No, but it's about the 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 girls who killed their friend I, because of because of the Slender Man. I already watched the Law and Order episode about that. I know what I need to. Ooh, that sounds like a good Law and Order episode. It was, Law, it was SVU. Were you surprised? Of course. Uh, no. <laughs> Rip straight. Th- from oh yeah, the I watched that too. Yeah. It was oh, a Glasgow man, like, not the Slender Man. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, the monster in the the park told me to do it. Yep. And they're like, what? Like what does Slenderman. this have to do with about like sexual assault? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, well, you know, if you stab someone, you might as well stab them in the vagina for good measure. I guess so. Yeah. Oh my god. Or the Glasgow man touched him. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. Uh, oh, they put the lock back on the box, yeah. and everything is saved. Oh, but, but the not before is... like a um touching brother sister I trust you moment. 
Yeah, that was actually pretty touching. That was good. Like, that was some character development, I guess. And then, like, they're like, get the fuck out, Cap. They finally had enough and came to this and was like, get the fuck out. Yeah, they're sick and tired of his shit. Yeah. Because he was like, let's play racquetball. And they're like, fuck no. Yeah. Like, just get the fuck out of our house. <laughs> literally the whole house is destroyed and they're like they're like i'll go get the mop and they're like the mop's upstairs and the stairs are broken (laughs) they look so defeated yep and he's like you want to play racquetball Ooh, look and my hat's magical again and then he's like i planned this whole thing that's the part where i'd be like oh okay so like you're gonna fix this shit right and he was like, broke the contract. And it's just like, fuck you, cat. <laughs> like, that's when they're like, get the fuck out of my house. Ah, <sighs> so they hold hands, which is sweet. I mean, I don't know what's up with brothers and sisters holding hands in television shows has made me nervous ever since I saw Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones watchers, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, so we don't call that incest; we call that wincest. <laughs> we call it sexy twincest. Oh man! But no, seriously, uh, those two people are like gorgeous. They're like yeah. they're like some master race motherfuckers. They're like the Aryan nation. Are you caught up on that show, Game of Thrones? Yeah. Duh, yeah. Like, when are the new episodes? I want them now. Uh, July 17th. Oh, too far away. Don't want to think about it until then. Only eight episodes. Did you think that thing about Jon Snow was... Like, did you think that since episode one? Because I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. I'm not going to say what, because spoilers suck. About oh, I totally believe. I totally believe Tyrion is also a secret Targaryen. Targaryen as well. Uh you just like spoiled it. <laughs> what? Oh, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, is, everyone's this is, up to this date. This is just me hypothesizing about deep cuts from the book. No, like seriously, I believe that too. Because his dad, Tywin, he was like, "You're not my son," and he was serious probably, because he was around. Oh yeah, he's definitely serious. Like, and he's the only one of the siblings that's not blonde. That's true. He's like dirty blonde, sort of. Yeah. He's like, I mean, we're getting to some Game of Thrones shit. The cat in the hat. The cat comes back. He's like, you fulfilled the contract. It's reinstated. Here's my three Jewish lawyers. They're called Bernstein, Bernstein, and Bernstein. No, it's so fucking racist. He didn't say that, but I was like, yeah, for sure. That's what their names are. Like, if you look them up on IMDb, I'm sure. And then he fixes the house, and the things fix the house, and then... Like, with the... Oh my god, wait. The acronyms? He had the D-I-R-T, which is like dynamic, interspatial robot, like, something with a T. Yeah. And his car was the S-L-O-W. Fuck this movie. I'm tired of this. Okay, wrapping up. Mom comes back. Party's perfect. Alec Baldwin comes in and she's like, you're gross. And that's it. Like, then they jump on the couch and happily ever after and the cat walks off um, into the sunset. 
with the things. Fuck this. Fuck this movie. <laughs> like, I don't know why we talked about it. We didn't even talk about this for that long. We've been talking about other shit that's cooler than this and then having to come back to it. So, final thoughts. What'd you think? Uh, I thought the last episode of The Magicians was very good, and I can't wait for Julia <laughs> to go full evil. <laughs> not even gonna talk about this um okay so i guess i have this like in order now now that i got my shit together okay so i guess it's like sort of time for our segment before our star rating the uh shining light all right so what if anything could you say was at least like a shiny kind of shit covered light about this movie the infomercial scene okay <sighs> legit it's the best part of the movie no yeah it was good i like that actually um i like how it kept on cutting to the cat like sitting next to the kids and he's just like clapping fucking having a blast he finds himself so funny and he is the only oh that's right he did that annoying thing where comedians laugh at their own jokes and I hate to say that because I've done that before on this podcast. So, you know. But he doesn't even, like, laugh at his own jokes. He, like, laugh wheezes at his own jokes. He's like, <laughs> I can't even do it. I, yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, that. I can't even do that. Yeah. Anyway. um, Am I shining light? Actually, this I remember this part fondly about the movie. And it's when that kid hits him in the balls or the phantom balls. And he, like, screams so loud, and then suddenly there's a cutscene of him wearing a dress, and, like, there's a, a unicorn in the background, he's, like, swinging on a swing set in slow motion, there's, like, some delicious <laughs> music in the background. That's why I'm That unicorn was pretty great. Yeah. And, like, and then, like, it cuts back. I was like, that was actually comedically good. They did a good job with that. I was, I was, it was funny. So, but that wasn't, that was a editing choice. I don't even think that was, well, it was sort of a directing choice, but still. Okay. That's the, that's the funniest part of the movie. That and the fact that Parliament has all the power, not the monarchy. Okay. So, now, how many, oh, fuck, how many, now that's too obvious. I liked Sucker Punch more than this movie. <laughs> how, many, how many Quans would you give this movie? No, how many racist innuendos would you give this movie? No, 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 I want to do Quan because Okay, how many Quans would you do, give me this movie? There's this great rap song called do the quan i'm gonna i'm gonna oh, stick it so in right good. here yeah 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 y
Um, I give this movie one half of a Quan. Oh man, that's yep. Uh, okay. How many castrated cat jokes do you give this movie? Um, honestly, yeah. It has memories for me. They're no longer good memories after having had to watch this again. So I am going to give it like a a point two five castrated cat memories or castrated. I cat. thought I thought I couldn't get any lower with my point five. Nope, I went but, with a uh, quarter yeah. of a point or a quarter Jesus of a star. Jesus Christ! Yep. You know what the Metacritic score on this movie is? Uh, I don't know. It's a it's like a good twenty seven. What? That's bullshit. I mean, it's obviously not from the fans of the original book, because they fucked that book up. Uh, okay, so I lied. I lied. This movie has a 19 Metacritic score. Oh, okay. That's better. Has only one positive review. <laughs> okay, I guess that's taking us in... Oh, wait, no. Okay. We keep forgetting to put this segment in, because we're, like, messy as fuck. This show's a hot mess. I'm okay. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it too. It's like, it's this is probably the best. No matter how far we go in the future, how popular this gets, this is like the best part. Season one is always the best because <laughs> we're gonna have the most fun with it. We're gonna like, yeah, and then we're gonna the go shit. straight downhill with season two, just like most TV shows. Coffee Expanse. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> did you just throw shade at something? <laughs> yeah, the Expanse on a sci-fi. Uh, anyway, let's go. Uh, oh yeah. Wait, what are we missing? Oh, uh, would you recommend it? Obviously. No, I would not recommend this movie. I would not sit a I would not sit a two month old baby in front of this so that they stopped screaming because I'd be afraid they'd turn into a serial killer from watching this movie. Just from looking yeah. into the eyes of Mike Myers as the cat. It would do something to them. He is soulless. He has no soul for making this movie. Okay. Now it's time for Peter's review corner. <clears throat> I got three reviews. I have a sound for the Peter's review corner. I put it in every time. It, it's uh, it's like the Batman sound. It goes da 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 da. I like that actually. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. Do you want to hear positive or negative first? Let's go positive because then we can go negative. Okay. I'm gonna go negative first. <laughs> you suck. Zero stars. Okay. This review. This okay. This this review is relatively short. This is by uh, Metacritic user Devin B. Okay. Okay, Devin. Lay it on me. Okay. A utterly horrid, apocalyptically misconceived, post-humorous raping of Dr. Seuss. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So good. Oh, sorry, I meant... (laughs) (laughs) Stop. I can't even make that noise. Okay. This one, this one's Metacritic credit user Thomas Hughes one two three. Mm-hmm. Okay, this movie was shit. I usually like films that are lower down on the Metacritic, but this is something else. None of my kids liked it. None of my friends liked it, and I bet even the people who made it didn't like it either. Ten stars. What? <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense, right? He clicked the wrong button. He definitely did. That or he has very, very low standards. It's just super low standards, yeah. 
He's like, everybody hated it. I love it. <laughs> Low key. Oh man. Uh, so that was your good review. Um, any more? No, that's it. Okay. Um, cool. Then we have our favorite segment, which hopefully can give some sort of quality of life back to me. The creative rewriting. <laughs> Maybe I need to get a soundbite for that, but I don't know. I can't think of anything. The Shining Light already has a great soundbite, and I haven't put it in yet. So, uh, I, it hasn't been in an episode yet, but it's like a twinkly chime, like, fairy noise. <laughs> it's great. It's exactly what you'd expect it to be. I'll send it to you. Anyway, so, what would you change about this movie? Like, you I... have to keep the base of the movie, though, so you can't just say okay. everything. No, I would make it so it was never created. Oh. Um, this movie is the reason why we will never have another Dr. Seuss live-action movie. Uh, Dr. Seuss's widow saw this movie and immediately was like, immediately said, no more movies will be made. She pulled the plug. She pulled the plug. Nice. Is she dead yet? Because I'm sure when it comes around to that, they'll be like, no, fuck her. We're getting back into it. We're going to shit on the memory of Dr. Seuss some more. Don't know. Kind of don't care. <laughs> this should have never been made. Uh, okay. So you'd make it so it was never made? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Oh my god. So, you know when you get deja vu, that's like really convincing? Yeah. That's happening to me right this second. Like. Oh, that's crazy. It happens to me all the time. Yeah. Like, I have a theory about that. I'm probably being like, a, like, probably I'm gonna get some hate for putting this out into the internet and shit, but like. People need to know the truth and know it's not the Matrix theory. But, like, so I saw this episode of Futurama where, like, Fry goes forward in time in a time machine and, like, he just keeps going forward because it doesn't go back. He keeps going forward and forward and forward and then, like, the universe dies and everything and then the Big Bang happens and everything happens exactly the same. Like, Hitler, like, freaking Watergate, like, coming back all the way around the year 3000. And then he goes right back. And I'm like, so this must be where deja vu comes from. Oh. Like the world, like the universe keeps resetting over and over and over again. <clears throat> and I'm like, I like the, I like the theory from loss where your consciousness gets detached from your own self and goes future, goes into the future, into your body. So you remember things from the future because your consciousness just goes back and forth in time. Like a, like a little glitch on a VHS player. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm down with that one too, but I like the fry one because it's like maybe a, they won't make this movie isn't the next time around. And they did. <laughs> Obviously, they, they did. If this is this, this episode is still happening. Okay, what I would change about this movie? I got like a long, like sort of a laundry list of things, but they would all culminate together in one thing. Okay, so the cat, right? Yeah. It starts when he takes them through the portal to his, like, world. Because his world is red, and everything in there was red, and everyone was wearing red, and they were wearing the red hats. And they were all, like, party-goers and whatnot. And he runs into Paris Hilton and drops his hat with a whole bunch of people, right? So he yeah. picks up Paris Hilton's hat, and she picks up his, and they have, like, a Freaky Friday shit going on. And then Paris Hilton runs out of the box with them. And they're like who the fuck are you? And she's like, I'm Kat, come on, let's get the fuck out of here. And they're like, what? 
And she's like, oh, no, it's like a body change. It happens all the time in my world. I must have picked up someone else's hat, but it's cool. Let's go. And then, like, going forward, like, everything happens the same. And then as Paris is dancing off into the sunset with thing one and thing two, like, before it goes to credits, like, you think it's going into credits and, like, it blacks out. And then, like, it's a fisheye lens zoom out of, like, the iris of probably Dakota Fanning. And she's, like, laying in a crack house somewhere with a needle sticking out of her arm, like, drooling. And she's, like, cat in the hat, cat in the hat, cat in the hat. And then that's the end of the movie. Huh. Okay. I, what? <laughs> that's the only way I can justify this to myself, this movie. I'm, I'm, I'm a writer. I think about these things. I, I'm so out of it right now. Yeah, I guess so. So, thank God we're to the end of talking about this movie. What's given you life this week, Peter? Uh, what's given me life? Oil paints. A new art store opened up near my house, and I've been there twice in the last week. So, Like a personal art store? Like, like some person opened it up for themselves, not like a chain? No, I think it's a chain, but I've never heard of the chain before. It's called Blix Art Supply. The website you go to for the art store is called dickblick.com. This I... is so good. <laughs> okay. And they have really good discounts, and it's just, like, it's nice, and the people are lovely. Do they have, like, an online store? And I was store? like, yeah, they do. And I was all like, how long have you guys been open? She was like, August, so it's relatively new. It's only been open for, like, five months. Oh, and they already have an online presence, so they, like, must be getting online orders, too. It might be a chain. Maybe. It might be a small chain. I like small chains. Yeah. They still have, so like, I'm... some soul to them. They do, and they have everything. I love it. I, I really do. Um, the only thing they don't have are kilns, which I would immediately buy a clay kiln, but they don't have one, so whatever. And ostrich feather paintbrushes? They have that. I bought a whole bunch of silicone paintbrushes today. Is that a thing? They're called, um... They're called, uh paint movers or no color movers i was talking about the ostrich feather thing oh probably i because like <laughs> someone made a I, joke about that in a television show and i was like that's I not a not, thing i do not doubt this it could be a thing people are dicks to animals so i could see someone ripping out the feathers of an ostrich being like i need to paint that got dark anyway <laughs> <laughs> so Dick Blicks? Big, big dicks? What? No, dickblick.com. Wait a second. Let me make sure I'm saying that right. D I C K B L I C K C O M. Yep, dickblick.com. <laughs> okay. Uh, normally, against regular advisement, don't Google dick, but do Google dickblick.com. Oh, okay. So I'm looking this up. They have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. They have like 50 stores. Okay, so they're like making their way. Making my way downtown. Making my way downtown. Walking fast. Faces passing. I'm homebound. Let's see. Since 1911, Blick has served the artist community, family owned and operated. We buy bulk direct from manufacturers and pass on the savings to you. Our wide selection, promotions, competitive prices make Blick the largest discounter of art materials in the world. I just like legit want to know how much canvas like a, a 
a 12 by 12 canvas cost from them. Oh, I bought I bought four eight by twelve canvases, and they it was eleven bucks. Oh, that's really good. Like in a pack. Well, it was canvas. It was cam canvas board, but yeah, oh, I was in a pack. That's so good though. Yeah, it was eleven bucks for. Actually, I think it was five. Five for eleven bucks. That was fucking crazy. Five? No, that's good. That's really good. You can't get that at Michael's. Okay, cool. Then Dick Blix. What's giving me life? I'm going to recommend what I recommended last time. And that is I've been listening to the Mother May I Sleep with Podcast podcast. And it's actually really amazing. The host Molly McAleer is great. And she's just like super charming and she talks about lifetime movies, which are I mean, if you've watched lifetime movies, you understand. And if you haven't, then just watch, just, I'm not going to say Starving in Suburbia is, like, definitely it, but watch um, Dirty Little Secret, the Jody Arias movie, and you'll get it. Like, you'll get everything about it, because it was the best. Also, just listen to the podcast. It's good. It's, it's very good. She also hosts a different podcast, which I have yet to actually get to. So I'm going to get into that, and I'll see next week whether or not I recommend that. So, yes. Anywho, for the next episode, what we going to do? We're watching Mad Max Fury Road. Yes. That was actually, that got some good reviews, actually, in the box office. Everyone liked that. Um, right? I, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. That is high praise, so I guess we know it's getting a five star. I don't know if it's that good. <laughs> Literally. Also, we are going to be having a special guest host next episode, right? Yeah, we should. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. The next episode, Mad Max Fury Road. Um, Can't wait. Yeah. And maybe a special guest, if he can make it. He's a very important person. VIP? Yep. So, yeah. Until next time, I am Red. I'm Peter. Stay amateur. Stay amateur. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> you suck. You did that on purpose. <laughs> I did not. No, you um, did. I, I did not. Oh, uh, you left me hanging you know, out. You know what it was? Wind. I was thinking about what was actually making me happy this week, other than art supplies, and it was uh, actually getting able to play Lucid. Because uh, that was fun. Okay. Like, actually, yeah, uh, Lucid Morpheus Edition. Go check it out, listeners. It's actually really great. I already. It's, a kick, it's on Kickstarter. It funded. I did, like, I guess I backed it after it reached goal because I was like, I really want this now. So go look at that. Anyway. It's super easy to play, and you could just, like, drop in, drop out, too. I'm a fan of that. I can't wait to get my copy. Anyway, listeners, until next time, stay amateur. Stay amateur. Ah, uh, so close. So I got almost got there. Yeah, sure. Okay, I'm stopping <laughs> recording. Uh, I'm so tired. I used to get mad at my school. The teachers who taught me were cool.